What's up, Wrongsters? This is Ariel Isaac Norman, your host for Wrong Questions Only, the politically non-binary culture peace podcast. I don't really fucking care how this introduction goes. I am covered in poison ivy and I have been uh, awake for about a week, almost nonstop. I've had um, I'm on steroids and uh, yeah, just kind of fucking frazzled all to hell and I may as well just be honest about that. I am finally putting out this episode that I recorded a few months ago in May when my girlfriend and I were just coming back from van life and we, we got into it. We, we started off the summer here in Austin with a uh, attending a festival and I met this dude who had uh, just had top surgery and he was very excited about his uh, new chest. But then when uh, I asked him you know, about his demographics and stuff, he describes himself as gen- trans-ish and gender liberated. You'll hear him say that in a second. Um, so it's interesting, like, I you could just call him a trans dude, but the truth is, God, we're, we all are such snowflakes, aren't we? I mean, like, not just liberals, I mean, like, all of us are, we're, you know, in, in some ways we can group ourselves, in other ways we're each doing our own thing, and, uh, so here's someone who's, who's doing his own thing, and, um, yeah, just, I just want to reiterate that no one in any demographic speaks for everybody in that demographic. We are not monoliths as people, and so this is just one person's take um, on the questions I ask him about himself, his, his journey experience, his ideas about uh, cultural things around gender and sexuality and whatever that we talk about. Um, oh, I, oh, yeah, so this is also before... I really had any kind of framework of which some questions that I wanted to ask each uh, each guest, and this is just uh, early on in my recording of wrong questions only episodes. So this one's definitely going to be different. Um, not that I'm married to any particular list of questions already, anyway. But this just doesn't have uh, much of a formula at all. We just have a conversation about um, gender and sexuality, and I did feel fairly free to uh, ask him. Um, questions that might be, you know, uh, dicey. Uh, we, we got into sports. I remember that was a big one. Uh, but anyway, fuck you, fuck me, and uh, enjoy the episode. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Okay, so layer one, transgender-ish, more gender, gender-liberated human, and white as mess with a little bit of Spanish sprinkle. Um... Parents mostly raised white Irish Catholic, uh, and middle class. Didn't really want for much materially. Uh, what did your parents do for a living? Uh, dad, dad worked in a flooring warehouse, like sales manager ish, something like that. Mom was a stay-at-home mom who now works with a. A company that outfits deaf and hard of hearing with special phones so they can communicate. That's tight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, um, she works way too much, though. But She sounds passionate. Yeah. Uh, where were you born? Uh, Rockville, Maryland. Maryland. Where are your parents born? Rockville, Maryland, and Bethesda Naval Hospital. Which is uh, near there? 20 minutes uh, further south. I'll tour okay. DC and at a naval hospital because my one of my granddads that I never met uh, was in the Navy, I think, or worked adjacent to the military such that my dad was at a naval hospital. Uh, my grandmother on my father's side had many, uh, many partners. I think it was three or four. But so you're, you've been 
uh, you and your parents are, are both from the same area. Y'all's families have been there for a while. Long time, yeah. That's why they're they're going to be mad when I moved to Japan or Madagascar or wherever. But, you know. Yeah. Um, and you're 24? Five. 25. I keep saying that. You're 25. You, you see, the, I understand the wanting of just to, like, a <laughs> just clean, you're short. clean 10 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, clean short. 10 years. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... And what else have we not covered? Got between twelve and thirty-two, actually. The guesses for my age. Twelve, yeah, twelve and thirty-two, yeah. Um, did you? You could tell us who you voted for. Sure. It, but um, I don't know. Should we do that or should we not do that? I mean, I don't care. Like, I don't really engage with politics because it's all, like, I focus on the issues more and, like, yeah, yeah. moment to moment. Well, anything anything that you voted for, yeah, if anything that you think might be interesting for people to know that you voted for or against on a line item would be fine, too, or any presidential elections you want to discuss or any yeah. governors or, you know, I mean, if there's any interesting things people would know. Yeah, I mean, regretfully, I did not vote in 2016 because I... He did not think the toupee would be elected, and I couldn't vote as my proper gender, because welcome to being trans in America, for starters. Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. Would you, uh, nowadays, even if you still couldn't, would you... Oh, I did, to make sure he didn't get elected this year. Yeah, a little bit more gender-liberated to not give up your vote because of paperwork. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit more. That was, but still... It's not a comfortable thing. That's why transgender-ish. But that's mm -hmm. a long story. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, other than that, identifiers you mentioned previously. Full-time backpacker, cameraman. Just going to check his camera right now. I might have just paused the recording and created a jump cut, but it'll be fine. I think it. Um, and I just, yeah, I've been backpacking for three and a half years. Where at? Um, where haven't I been at this point? Most of the U.S. Brief, uh, fun, uh, brief trip to Mexico. Fun fact, you can walk across the border without a passport. You just need photo ID and to buy a permit. Mm. And stay there for seven days. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Um, you on foot, like with a backpack? You didn't know car? Do you like hitchhike? Do you oh no, horses? I was with my friends filming a documentary for oh, a refugee okay. camp in an orphanage. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, so we drove down to San Ysidro and then we walked the very long bridge to the border. Mm -hmm. That was an interesting experiment. And then... But I mean for four and a half years though, when you say you're backpacking... Oh, like, three and a half. Three and a half. Is this without a car? Is yes, this... yes, without a car, which is making it challenging. Or even a driver's license, which is very frustrating. Yeah. And it's something I'm working on fixing, finally. Uh, then, um, yeah, as far as what I make, not a whole lot, especially right now that unemployment's screwing me over. It just depends. I don't usually work steady jobs for a long time, so I make the money I need, pretty yeah. much, and a little bit of cushion yeah. and to have. Uh, and then the last couple of years, or um, like since COVID, I've had unemployment for most of it, uh, more of it I would have, like right now, if they would stop messing with my account, but that's it. We can figure out how to get you to earn money, too, though. I have some ideas we'll talk about after the podcast. Yeah, money um, would be nice. Yeah. So, can you 
uh, you know, I mean, I feel like this is, there's no way to not have this go off onto tangents forever, but can you just start walking me through your journey with gender? Okay. So five years old, um, talking to my friend and neighbor Cameron, we decided I was half boy, half girl because I was a, a boy. Cameron was a girl or boy? Um, uh, then I called him a boy. No idea okay. how they identify now. Lost touch. Gotcha. Um, and they were fine with that. So that's a boy for the sake of this podcast. But yeah. And a little penis person. Yeah, penis person. Uh, and like that was how all my friend ends were uh, back then. And But yeah, so we decided I was half boy, half girl. Well, because I was a boy, but I still had a flower, which is what his older brother, who was like much, much older, told him. To call vaginas back then. It was like boys had weebies and girls had flowers. Uh, and, and yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I've heard it called cookie once also. That was yeah, how something, someone's mom explained. Yeah. I mean, There's, just, it's it just so hard to find a good word for vagina. It's just, why is it? I feel like it's one of God's little jokes is that it, it's technically impossible to find a good word for vagina. Except pussy. Pussy is good, but it's hot, and it's hot. So like to mm. me, it's good as a hot word. Um, but you have to pull it off. Yeah, it has to be the you right have to context. Commit. I have, like, I have such misgivings about pussy just because like it really, especially in the wrong context and with the wrong person. Yeah. And like I, I don't know, like I tend to stick with things like vag and cooch, which I know. Yeah, but are then, not then they're not hot. Exactly. Like you, you want sometimes to be able to say it in a way that's like somewhere around neutral or a little neutral plus, but it's just like you could just call it dinner. Dinner, yeah, dinner, yeah. That's not the worst one. Um, Eat out more. That was a yeah. There, there's that two was kinds of people. In my childhood. <laughs> people who think vaginas are dessert and people who think vaginas are dinner. Yeah. Okay. Why can't they be both? Oh, no. It's always fun to try to find oh, there's two types of people in the world. That's why it's a joke. Uh, we need binary for that joke. That's why the binary is important to uphold for that two types yeah. of people joke. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I, I could let go of the two types of people joke to get rid of gender because we could still have that joke. <laughs> Yeah. It would just be like, yeah, there there are these humans and there are these humans. It, like, I only mean the binary logically. We just need to keep that yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, we can find a way to keep that around and get rid of it. We can keep everything we have and just let go of the language of gender and the boxes that it forces people into and people try to enforce. Well, we're going to solve all that in a minute. But okay, so you're a kid. You figure out at five with your friend Cameron that you can think of yourself as half boy, half girl. Did you did you tell other friends that? Was this like common knowledge now? or No. That feel like a secret? No. So like there, like, so nothing really changed socially, like as, as, like outside of the household because like, Everyone already considered me a boy anyway until, like, I, it wasn't until, like, really fifth grade that I started growing boobs. But that's a little bit ahead of what hey, I want to get to. Uh, everyone but, considered you a boy, though. Yes. Like, everyone treated me like a boy. Like, I was just one field trip in second grade. We went to the aquarium. All the boys were eating lunch in this one spot. And I was in this, like, little tunnel thing because it was cool. And, like, some girl wanted to come over there. And one of the other boys was just like, no. No. And then they, like, they pointed to, like, back then. And um, dead name, we're just going to call it Jeff, even though it's not my dead name, because dead names are not important. Fun fact, don't be obsessed with Unless they are, because some people might, it might be an important part of their I story. I for strangers, like, don't be, like, when someone tells you their name, but, like, what's your real name, what's your dead name? Right. That's a different tangent. Yeah. Anyway. They, you have to have some social grace and tact, with all, as with all things in life. It's pretty obvious to, you should have some tact about these things. Indeed, you know, it should yeah. be obvious. It's a tangent that I go on, I try to, ed- educator tangents, I call them, but, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like, anyway... 
And they, um, so that name was like, why was, why is Jeff allowed to sit there? Why is she allowed to sit there? Yeah. Uh, so you uh, just and did pronouns yourself. Right. Yeah, no, but that's, that's what they called me. Like, of course. Like, why is she but they didn't call you Jeff. No. It was so it's just interesting like, that you make that distinction in what you're, you're okay with saying. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting, but no. I just don't feel like revealing my dead name. Yeah. That's, that's of course. They, but yeah, so they um, were just like, no, no, Jeff's allowed, she's the only girl that's allowed there, because they like, there was like a weird thing, like where they knew I was like treated yeah. as a girl by the adults, but it didn't yeah. make sense to them either, so I yeah. was just like, I was sat See, with the I boys See, I think that's lunch. exactly, that's like the direction we just need to go as well, is that some people, we don't necessarily have to have language for everything, and some people just, you just understand, like, oh, she's right. one of the boys. Yeah. You know, that's why I always said, like, when uh, when I met my ex-boyfriend at a, after a show, he came up and hit on me, I was, and I was recently separated, and Polly, and all this, and so, I was like, oh, one of the cute little boy ones is hitting on me, because I always liked the cute little boy ones, you know, by which I meant lesbians, but, when I say ones, but I was like, oh, they're the cute little boy ones, because there's always been cute little boy lesbians, and we didn't have trans for a long time, you know, basically, right. we didn't have trans in the community for vagina people for a long time, and so... But I'd never, I'd always had like a weird thing where like I would see them at the club. It's like one of the types of people I'm attracted to is the cute little boy ones. Um, but I never knew yeah. what to do with it because I'm like, which one of us is supposed to do what? Because like if it's a woman with curves and long hair, then I know <laughs> like how she might expect me to be versus her to be, you know. But if it's one of the cute little boy ones. Anyway, so that's how I'd always thought of it. But it just right. hadn't. So when he comes up and hits on, it's like five minutes in the conversation. When I say something about him being masculine of center or whatever, and he's like, well, well, I'm a boy, I'm a trans boy. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's do this. But, you know, that's the thing. It's like, well, I already knew we were boys. You know, everyone, now people have all these options about what you can do about it. But, like, we always knew that. When I was in high school. Those are, like, exactly my type, even though I consider myself now kind of straight. Not really. I don't know how to weird. But, yeah, we're queer, you know. Yeah, so. I just like people with, like, non-conformity. Like, I like, like, yeah. super, like, hippie feminine men. And I like, like, yeah. super, and, like, yeah, it's weird. And, like, like, I really like, like, super, like, just, like, strong looking. I'm like, like, honestly, like, you're kind of my type. And straight I get up. That a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tall, like, short hair. Androgynous. And, yeah, and, yeah. Androgynous. And, some like, Peter Pan shit going on. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't look, like, well, frankly, it, like, sounds, like, objectifying. And I'm trying not no, to. No, I but, love like, being objectifying. Fair enough. Like, you just look, like, like, healthy skinny. Like you yeah. look like you. I've been putting on weight lately. I'm trying to bulk up for the. Cool. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, I like people. Like I'm fine with that. I just, I like people proportionate and like yeah. when they look healthy because I I'm oh, a very totally. active person and I want someone to be able to enjoy that with me. Exactly. Also, like I'm a it's small also hotter dude. I don't. To really... me. Yeah, different things are hot to different people, but what happens to be hot to me is there's a wide range of like body types because body types are different. But you can tell when someone is healthy in the, the body shape. It's like when you look at, like, elephants or something. We, we don't look at the elephants and go, ooh, only the skinny ones are healthy. Like, you can tell when there's, like, a large or, with, or monkeys or any, you know, like, there's animals. with You can see the different body shapes. Right. We don't judge them when it's a cat or a dog. You know that it's a different. Oh, I love those different cats. breeds or ethnicities of people and different genetic things that have happened. And so you can see someone and know whether, like, that's yeah. healthy for them. Exactly. And I think my brain, you know, sees that. But also some people are attracted to people who are not that healthy or are yeah, larger which, or smaller than is healthy. Yeah. Personally, I don't like it when someone is very much smaller than is healthy. That kind of creeps me out just as much as when they're bigger yeah, than is healthy. Exactly. Like, you know, 
although not necessarily. It's not necessarily someone's fault either. You know. No, no, it's not. I don't even know if we have free will, so. Yeah, no, it's not their fault. It's just what I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing. It's weird for me. Like as I, like, I am attracted to some men, but not necessarily for like sexual attraction. Like I, yeah, like you're like is that the pin doll I want to look like? Basically, where's the line between wanting to look like something and wanting to fuck something? Right, and like men give nice hugs. Like I'm totally fine with getting hugged and like cuddled by a dude. I'm massaged. (laughs) Oh my god! Bring your testosterone muscles. This two way. brothers that give great back massages, and I'm so blessed. Yeah. But yeah, I cannot, uh, though, I just don't find penises attractive. No, they're so fucking creepy and dangly. Oh, the first, like hard, a hard dick is, to me, can be acceptable if I'm in the mood to see, you know what I mean? Like three days a month, I'm, you know, not that I want to touch it, but it's like, uh, I can watch porn. I love man on man, you know. But a, a, a limp dick? Why is it so many people in the feminine persuasion are obsessed with gay men? I think it's mostly the short hair lesbians. It's the short hair lesbians who are into man on man, so we can do with that what we will. Um, because it's, it is, like, right. So I meet the trans boy, and I'm like, oh, you want to do man on man? Like, that's fine. Like, I love role playing. Like, it's all, life is role playing. Right. Right? Life is drag. Life is role playing. It's like, we can do boy on boy. That's. She, you know what I mean? Like, right? yeah, like, I've always been into like that. Like a nice I just, boy in an adventure yeah. movie right now. Like, you would indeed see it. And, like, I guess it's kind of like, like the type in one. <laughs> like, honestly, that short hair like that. Like, I love women with short hair so much. Or, like, any yeah. other kind of feminine yeah. embodied people with, like, your short hair. It's so interesting people's taste. Again, it's like, so are you being discriminatory against, like, non Androgynous short hair people because that's your type. No, it's like some people have types and some people have lots of types no, and some like, people I'm have a range. I'm down with like all types too. Like I love yeah. like multiple things, but like yeah, that just seems to be like a vibe. The preference, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't even go so far as to say it was a preference. It's just like there's looks that just get me. That are like, good. Yeah. I hate to say the word excited, but I get. I don't have a better one. I don't want to waste too much time on it either. They're like just like looks that like make me happy. Make me happy. Spark joy, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spark joy. Oh, well, nice. Well, get that out of the house. Yeah. Oh gosh, what is her name? I know who exactly you're talking about. Oh, the life-changing art, the magic of tidying up. What's the the Marie? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That would have bucked me. Anyway, though. Yeah. Speaking of like tidying up, I'm gonna tidy up and get back to the gender journey yes. and like finish it. I'm enjoying this tangent though, but. Um, yeah, I, so, like, nothing really socially changed. Something happened with the camera. I heard a clip. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long we've been talking. It cuts Shit. off sometimes, like, every 20 minutes. So oh, okay, I'm but just, it's not, like, the SIM card being full. Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking to make sure. Nope. Ding a dingus. Okay. We're just gonna have guts. Whatever. Yeah. People can deal with it. People can fucking deal. Okay. Yeah. And... Back to your gender journey. Yeah, gender journey, so... Nothing really changed at five because no one really forced me into a box then. And then at seven was the first time I really understood that, yes, something was wrong. And it was viewed as wrong by the people around me. I was driving with my, my parents to Orlando. It was me, my parents, or me, my mom, and my aunt, and all of the kids, um, which are five of us. And... I, for some reason, I was in the hotel room with my aunt, and she asked, uh, it got to the point where she asked, do you think God made a mistake when he made you a girl? And I got a country song. Right? And 
I just felt like so cornered because I come from like a very like very like conservative Christian family so to say God is wrong like that like that's already a loaded question to put on a seven-year-old yeah adult. philosophically quite interesting too like, yeah, like do you really want me to take that on <laughs> right and I, like I think I said something like I don't think God is wrong but well, I, she was, I guess she was like challenging you to be like God to be like God God doesn't make mistakes, so is it like that? Like, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of how my response sounds. Like God doesn't be... make mistakes, so He wants me to be this yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. it's like my yeah, and it, like also like not I agree, a girl. Mom. He yeah. doesn't make mistakes. We're doing a thing. Right. God's, yeah, no, I, God's doing a project. Yeah, it was my aunt also, but yeah, yeah, was, yeah, and it was like really, really awkward. So I realized like okay, and like none of the other adults told me anything different, nor did they get me counselor. Or to like talk about or some kind of safe space to talk about it or for them no to, one talk at church to talk to no, you about it oh no 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 one at church i'm so surprised <laughs> they weren't more open to that but i mean i've met plenty of christians that are okay but like i, I don't believe in organized religion but that's a tangent that i will spend a long time well on, it definitely so. exists yeah it is very very strange and like they um just really they did not um like offer that space for me to figure myself out and mm-hmm. so i i'm one of those people uh from how i grew up to just really like hold it in unless i know exactly what i'm going to say and exactly where my questions are going to lead and you like know the answer is kind of like a lawyer preparing for a court case mm-hmm. and so i just i didn't have the language until about 13 when i like to say i discovered the internet i learned the term transgender and like this whole avenue that i could explore by myself without the this pressures is of my family 2009 or 2010ish now got to be somewhere around there uh, no yeah, cuz no. that's early days of like trans on tumblr oh, and gosh, things yeah, really no, starting to spread and 2008 yeah cuz i was in 7th grade it had to be 2008 because um yeah it might have been 2009 cuz i'm a january baby so i turned yeah. um Okay. Like Capricorn. Yeah, like towards the end of the school. Oh, that's no. when we should have gone over Cap uh, Capricorn. Or uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay, yeah, we need to add a horoscope, uh, astrological sign. Also, um, Harry Potter house. Um, fuck J.K. Rowling. First off. Oh, I forgot. That but, might be a, a sensitive thing. No, I've I let go. Like I just, I don't really engage with the story anymore because I'm not attached to it. And like for me, I just, I don't know. I'm just, it's not worth keeping in my wheelhouse, but. Um, you could go with Sex Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, I've all gotten. Slytherclawdor? Yeah, like, I, I've been, like, and nothing against Hufflepuff either. I've just never really gotten that in my wheelhouse, but I guess. Do you feel like we should be able to separate the art from the artist, even in a case like this? Because otherwise all it does is take something away from you. So, like, I feel like the memories are not, um, the memories are not, um, taken away from you if you enjoyed the story growing up that that memory does not have to be ruined but i don't think it's worth like engaging in um in that anymore and especially like on i don't know i i view and this is just honesty like i i like to live really and live what i do and i eventually hope to live off of my youtube channel and all and like other camera work that I do, so I view yeah. these in this instance like a money making opportunity. Yeah, and I don't like to add that in because mm. I don't want any more money to go to the transphobic bitch. But we'll get to her later. Yeah. Um. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. 
I, I, I am fine with people doing that, and it doesn't make me cringe to hear people talk about Harry Potter anymore. I just don't personally, like, engage with it anymore. And I just pray and pray and pray that I never hear anything about Stephen King, because that would be the one that would really make me sad. Oh, yeah, I see. If, if, that, if there was... Okay. Um, so, in, but it's about 2009 when you get on the internet and you're... Are you, what, are you on Tumblr? Are you on YouTube? What's, where you find transgender? I don't even know. It might have been brought up by my friends in a Google search, and I was like, oh, this fits me. But even then, nothing really changed because I didn't have the language to understand it. And I, I'm very much um, a solo processor. Like, mm. I like to process things in the all-one, where it's just me, the divine, yeah. the ether. And I'm not distracted. So it did, took me until about 15 and a half to come out to my friends one summer. Literally, we're sitting in a tent, freezing our asses off. Uh, and I was like, guys, I think I might be transgender. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, very sure. And they're like, okay. And we went back to arguing about whether or not dubstep was a valid form of music, which at the time I was very judgmental about. Valid. Define valid. <laughs> it wasn't a pile of shit. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. I mean, the, you know, saying something or someone is valid is one of those phrases that comes up in the trans, you know, talk. And so uh, I think it's funny yeah, yeah. to be like, what does it mean for dubstep to be a valid or invalid form? And what you really mean is it's pile of shit. It's yeah. Like not, it's good or bad is what you're talking about, not valid. Yeah, that's fair. I just, that's is it the thing when my brain's like in that dubstep? space, that's yeah. the word bank that I pull from. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting that it comes up there, like, unconsciously, because I, I just can't think of the what, word. I really like being trying to be very precise about language, especially in these, like, contentious topics where people talk past each other so often and a lot of times we're just using words differently or casually kind of like uh, broadening the scope of a word and things like that. It's like, well, let's try to like communicate precisely because otherwise we're arguing and we don't even know what we're arguing about, you know? So like that's one of those where it's like trans people are valid. It's like, well, that phrase doesn't really mean anything necessarily. You have to define your terms some people use trans differently, you know. Yeah, for sure. Much There's less trans, like, valid differently. There's no one knows like, what valid means. Trans mass, trans femme. Some people think non-binary people are trans or aren't trans. I think everyone says oh, yeah, that all non-binary people are trans if they want to call themselves trans. I think Pretty much. Think like, yeah, so it's, it's an elective term and it's an optional term, which I think every term about gender should be an option, not an obligation. Sure. And, but that's not where the universe is at yet, which is why I have a job to do, so yay. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, but anyway, <laughs> I, um... Uh, so, so you're meditating on your gender, you come out to your friends, they yeah. go, you, you, they take it well, they're like, yeah, well we thought probably that might be a thing, it sounds like. Yeah, that, oh, they just didn't give a flying fuck. Yeah. The main thing that happened afterwards is, like, when you told me you were, like, when it was a conversation, like, a year later, mm-hmm. later, um, they were just like, yeah, I'm going to put you in a dress. And I was like, no, no, not until after I have a penis. So I feel like, because uh, back then I was really, like, feeling uncomfortable in my gender, especially because my parents, who I told, like, six months later, they were just, like, not good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm so I'm really feeling pressure to, like, be hyper-mask and almost, like, prove my gender, which is um, stupid, but that's especially when you grow up in a not-supportive environment, all yeah. sorts of trauma responses happen. That was my trauma response. Hey, uh, pendulums are always swinging too far. You gotta work their way. Indeed. And eventually I just realized that, like, I don't care. I really don't care. Or what my gender is, apart from the fact, like, I use the terms transgender, um, and I'll get back to the story in a second here, but I use transgender because 
society still is locked in the binary and we've accepted that there are people that are outside of it but we still feel like the binary is like the base option which is not right but it's like i both am and i'm not transgender yeah exactly so like i like transgender doesn't non-binarily trans yeah Yeah, like like, it just doesn't fit it would be weird if i called myself trans but it's also kind of weird that i don't you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not really weird. A lot it's just are. your journey and your comfort level. But, right. yeah, like, I just did not need um, – I did it – the reason I use the term still is because society would consider me a, a boy, a masculine be- yeah. being. And well, you're identify- changing your gender marker and stuff like that, yeah, too. So, like, that's pretty fucking comfort- trans. Yeah, no, that- it feels more comfortable yeah. to me. And, like, it's – but that – like, even all that stuff – and, like, I do want to do it because it makes me uncomfortable to be referred to as a girl right. and, like, feminine. But also, like, I I just see myself as a more, like, masculine dominant being because everyone has masculine and feminine right. in their spectrum. Um, well, it's like what we were talking about yeah. yesterday. Like, I identify as as yang of center. Like, that's how I'm going to want to put that. Like, Fair enough. I used to would say masculine of center. But even, it's like, I would rather, I think it's just more specific to say, like, I identify as yang of center. Because I totally believe in yin and yang. And there's, like, fluidity and there's range to me and I think to everyone. But that that fluid range. Right, you know, right. You know, not that there's not some on the feminine side. You know what I mean? But that, it's just, it's the, the self that feels the most like me, to me, is yang, yang of center. center. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but whereas my girlfriend okay. is like Yen of Center. Yeah, cool. Ugh, yeah, I'm like that. Like I'm like, so like this is the box that society puts me in. So I use the labels, labels especially when I don't fully fit them because it creates more opportunities for conversation, yeah. kind of like this, and it like allows me to, um, like sort of help people move the needle while like staying within what they can see, and then helping them like making them more willing to, like, walk forward with me and, like, see what's out there or, like, more willing to let me, like, show them, like, hey, there's more options in the world. Just, like, it gives me more education opportunities right. to use those terms. Conversation than, starter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rather than just be, like, yeah, I'm human. It, it depends on the context. Well, there's pe- right, and there's people, you know, whether somewhere in the trans area or not who are, like, conversation starters or conversation enders when it comes to this. Some people go... It's not my job to educate you and, you know, just, just know the rules and follow them. And I don't want to talk about it, you know, whatever. Although it kind of feels like they do want to talk about it. But, um, but and then there's those of us who are like, how can I best get people to start talking about my favorite subject? <laughs> Which is, you know. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. No, and I don't I like have Asperger's s- and I want to talk about gender forever. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I just don't, um, I don't like actively, like, I don't push it on anybody. But I do make it a point to, like go with those opportunities yeah. but anyway let me finish like s- summation the rest of my yes. story because it's not that much different so I only have a few more years left <laughs> yeah a few more years left who knows that's the way no, I, I mean live. from the way from I 16 live, to 25 oh yeah, yeah I know what you meant but yeah <laughs> so like I stayed in my household till 20 thank god for my dog uh but wait wait you stayed in your house till 20 thank god for your dog yes because I did um Say my household and fight with my parents. They were super bad about terms. There are all sorts of like instances that I could tell you, but I want to sum up as before I. But take. they did let you continue to live there. Yes. So that's that, nice. It, it, to a point, like it got to the point where they were threatening to kick me out like every day, and eventually, my dad and I had a screaming match, and I left because they would kick me out, and then they would take it back. And this time, I just didn't let him take it back because I was like, no, it's, it's not worth it anymore. 
And so I left. I bounced around in Maryland for a little while. And, and at this point, you're you cut your hair short and are wearing clothes marketed to men, but you're not on hormones. Is that kind of pretty much? There was no way they would let me start. I think Do I. You, have, you were going by a different name with your friends. Yes. Form, and the uh, or pronouns, but your parents are not. Not it or no, yeah, yeah, they were very not supportive, very like pressurizing, and was like there's all sorts of stories there. But eventually, but they're dead led, naming and and dead yeah, pronouning. and okay. they're better now, and like there's there's other reasons that we don't get along. Sure. Um, and my father and I are doing okay right now, oh, so that's good. Good, and like it's like yeah. So basically, came out as trans to parents at sixteen. Shit show, which I can get into details later if there are specific questions. I don't want to just sound like I'm blaming. If I just go there, it will sound that way. And about 20, I end up homeless. And I bounce around to different friends' couches. has worked random jobs. Even lived with my sister and her boyfriend in a tiny apartment that cost 1400 a month. Like, that was about half the size of this room. And where was this? This was in Maryland. Jeez, I didn't know Maryland was as expensive as... Montgomery County is expensive as fuck. Okay. Uh, Maryland is not overall super expensive. Maryland's backwards in a lot of ways, but yeah, like, it, this was also near, like, it was walking distance to a movie theater, and it was, like, basically in a shopping center. Yeah. Uh, but That's still, 1400 is not, that was nuts, but... Just move. Yeah, yeah, so that was, like, last straw. I worked my Amazon job, which was oh. terrible. Absolutely yeah, terrible. I've heard that it's not fun to work work for them. No, no, it is not. Although that being said, Amazon hire me as an audible speaker because that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. that's different. Uh, yeah, and uh, I will hate Jeff Bezos twenty percent less if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you're living with your sister for a while, and then uh, that was the last straw before I let. Oh no, I did go back to my friend's house briefly, and. Finally, I got sick of it all, and I I started backpacking because like friends, house wasn't working out. It wasn't isn't really a friend anymore. But like, yeah, it, that was just becoming a nightmare. And I'm just like, why am I working jobs to stay in the same dead end town when I could just go? And so I did a pet sitting gig because I had a regular pet sitting gig on holidays there. I still do actually. And I went to, and the night after that, uh, I stayed there uh, the night, and then I got on a bus the next day uh, at around midnight. I took a Greyhound from Maryland all the way down to Florida, Mm -hmm. 29 hours on a fucking Greyhound. Um, Just the cheapest thing then, because it was the same day flight. Shouldn't have taken that long. They don't stop a lot. Yeah, no, and they make you get off at every stop. Like, great. Take the Megabus. Yeah. Yeah, Megabus would have been better. I don't know if it was going that way. And I know all these things, and like all these things I learned since I started backpacking. And yeah, that's pretty much where I am now. Three and a half years of like different stories I could tell you, like learning resources. Like, this guy I met at a hostel that I found on Craigslist, and I ended up like supposed to stay a few days to clean up the place. And then I ended up staying for like a month, and that was a super fun, super fun time. Um,. All right. Well, I have some questions about your your gender and sexuality, but can we take, let's take a brief break. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for the break, I'm just going to do the stuff that I would normally say at the end. Now, 
Thank you so much for being a Wrong Questions Only listener or a Wrong Questions Only curious person. And if you like what we're doing here, you know, rate, review, subscribe, and more importantly, tell a friend or post about it on social media. That would be chill. Um, also, if you are interested in getting involved, um, wanting to be on the podcast or helping in any way, then um, follow Wrong Questions Only on Instagram and or contact me on Instagram at Ellen DeGenderless. Also, if you just know any good techniques to get rid of poison ivy or never get it again, then dear God, please, please help me. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I am not worried about contracting it so much as I am concerned about giving it to other people. I'm among mm-hmm. other people that don't care, and especially like young, healthy people, I'm much less worried. However, there, I am going to be around several immunocompromised people this summer. Mm-hmm. If my sock guru decides to come to the ashram, which I think he will be, mm-hmm. and I would not want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have enough older friends. I wish I did. It's sad that um, that I don't have like friends where I'm like, I would kill you. I no. could kill you if I visit you. Just your, well, my grandparents have been life. dead for a long time, and I well, but I'm just saying it's sad. everyone should have old friends. Yeah, hopefully you should, but I understand. What well, you I mean, mean, like, just they have a lot of wisdom, and I think it's interesting. I think it's just for Not necessarily. The, I mean, a lot of dumb old people. Well, you can be dumb and still have some wisdom. Or I'm just saying, like, but but to, eat, to have good old people then in your life, you know? Yeah, Forget like a good dumb. old person is fun. Like, that was a long time and still a fantasy of mine to just be like a wise old sage with a Dumbledore mm-hmm. uh, door beard living in a cave. Yeah, everyone but, should have a Dumbledore friend. Right? That'd be fun. Ideally. Okay, so uh, you have one thing you haven't addressed that I just think is interesting is your sexuality this whole time. Mm. Uh, how did that evolve? So... That was an interesting thing, and for most of my life, it's kind of just been on pause. Like, I, mm. for me, there are a lot of trans people who um, I know that go through, like, coming out as gay before they're trans. Mm-hmm. I was very sure, and I'm not saying they weren't, well, I guess they, I guess they weren't because they didn't realize, but, like, I don't know. Anyway, I, um, um... Uh, I was already very aware that I was trans, and it wasn't worth it for me to come out as gay just so I could have sex easier and more comfortably with the people that I wanted to have sex with. Yeah. And also, I just had, like, no sex drive what, like, so, whatsoever. But you, did you have attractions to people? Not even, really. Like, I mean, I definitely thought people were Fantasies. hot. Like, I had, and when I was trying to convince myself I was a girl because I thought it would be easier with my family, I had five boyfriends, and... Oh. I kissed a few of them, um, but oh, it didn't okay. really go much further oh, than that. No <laughs> girlfriends? No, because um, it was mostly trying to convince myself I was like the straight white girl that my parents wanted. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, like, and honestly, that was also like a part of my denial. And like the my denial came off in layers because then I thought I was like a gay trans guy. And yeah. then I just realized, like, no, that doesn't fit either. And honestly, I don't even know what my sexuality is at this point. I <laughs> Like, yeah, no. I like vaginas. I like boobs. And I like, I like, like, feminine people. Yeah. Like, and I don't even attach Yeah, to whether gender. it's Harry Styles or... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a One Direction women. person, but, like, like music-wise, yeah, I'm not a fan. But, like, I, he rocked that dress. I like that though. strawberry... Something. Yeah, he's cute. Although I think I would probably watermelon sugar this minute. Yeah, I, I, I like scrawny hippie types when it comes to like or masculine Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean, and whatnot. 
Yeah, Johnny Depp is hot. I like, uh, yeah, like, basically when it comes to, like, more, like, masculine portrayals, like, scruff them up and hippies and type, and even, like, feminine portrayals, like, I like, I like people who, honestly, like, don't feel locked in the binary, Mm -hmm. and that could, like, present even in, like, a high femme, high mass person, but yeah, I... Oh, someone who could go from, like, one end to the other really well, like, that'd be pretty fucking cool to see someone, like, totally fluent from, like, the, where you're, like, you are, like, the entire spectrum, and that, like, that would be probably yeah. the coolest thing. Goals. Yeah, like that. yeah, that would be the coolest thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Especially, like, I'd be much more comfortable rocking a dress now that I chopped off my tits. Like, that's interesting. See, I don't like the, the dude form in the dress look, and I don't know if that's something I, I can, like, meditate on being, like loving toward that shit but when it's like the the gender fluid hashtag and instagram which i do follow you know uh and androgynous like sometimes it's like even with hairy people in the dress it's all i just don't like i just don't know how to find the space in my heart for a dress on dude i mean that's fine like that's also part of like the generations we grew up in like how like i just don't even like dresses on my lesbian girlfriends now i do though but so that's yeah yeah i it has to be done right but like you get like a nice like white dress like a little bit lace overweight Literally, and, like, a nice, like, brown leather belt buckle in the middle, and maybe she's got, like, little, like, ch- uh, Chelsea boots on as well, or she's just, like, barefoot, like, long curly hair. Well, were you talking about, like, a dude, though? No. No, I, I went full, uh, you talk about the dresses on your lesbian girlfriends, and then I was just imagining, like, a beautiful, Uh-oh. like, feminine being. But no, now, now I like, you know, now I like dresses on girls, but I had, like, a... Because I uh, had a hang-up over, like, trusting that women were really gay, for like the, especially ones who had any femininity when i saw oh, femininity yeah. it was hard to not just feel like that's a bi girl who will dump me for a man <laughs> yeah it's a scary know? thing yeah so i that was just something i had to work through and now i'm like oh yeah yeah people some people look good in dresses and they're still lesbians yeah and i had to go through that like there was part of times like my a like i had to go through like am i like am i just like not attracted to men like sexually or is this like blockage like feeling like I need to be hyper masculine or just like uncomfortable based on um, my gender upbringing thing with that and like and also just like can I even really see them as men rather than just like penis people because I don't believe in gender like that's like my my frustration with having types when I don't believe in like gender boxing and it feels like I'm not necessarily like living my belief or living my truth but like that's the thing about it, and I have to realize that, like, you can like whatever you like. You don't have to like everything to liberate yourself from the prison of gender. It yeah, just we do have some li- genetics. You don't have to put labels right. on on the person you like, which therefore locks you in. Because, like, without, um, without gender, there would be no sexual orientation. Like, there wouldn't be, like, yeah. such a conversation around. There wouldn't be transgender. Like, all these boxes and all these things that were... Like, we're born out of an innate desire to, like, understand and we're later perverted as a way to subtype and judge and, like, like denote someone as some form of subhuman or, like, some form of beneath you that has really become now. And, like, like also someone, like, when you don't meet their expectation of what that word means, like, some form of, like, you are not worthy and it just disgusts me, frankly. Yes, disgust is pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, but I think most, I think I've seen so much growth in the culture as much as like this is a contentious topic, as much as some people have some really 
um, differing opinions. Too much sugar, I need more water. Oh, yeah. Um, at the same time, it's the conversation around gender is so much more expansive than when I was a kid. I mean, when I was growing up, you know, and in, in, in middle school and with the chat rooms on the internet, and then my friends as I came out at the end of high school as gay, you know, like we talked about gender and sexuality as basically the same thing. And we weren't wrong in a lot of ways. They're very overlapping, but so that's how you have gaydar, right? Is, you know, everyone was like, well, you know, she drives a Jeep and she paintballs and she, you know, not to mention the haircut, you know, it's, it's shoes. Um, but we, we just, like I said, it's like my thing with like, we were always the little boy ones, you know? And so like, where is the line between figuring out like are you am i a boy in the same way that you're sort of a boy you know yeah. well i mean i I'm sort of i am but i mean that's sort of well i mean so I, we're not we're all that. sort of boys and girls in the first place you well, know what not, i mean not even really actually it's a weird thing i had like a that was like an automatic response from my childhood like that like the line frankly that's the thing there is no line like, we're that's pretty hermaphroditic species yeah like, we're very close we're very right. overlapping but that's the line the the line there is that this is something that starts internally and if the camera's still rolling this is something that is starting here and here and does not need to come out here and that's the problem like it's not like like, cause you could get lost in all the days. Like, you're like having like all these questions about like, should it be this? Like, should it be the boys? Like, sort of boys, little boy, boy ones, high femme ones. Like, all of this junk could be just like removed for the clutter it is, and we just like stay within our space. And we can eventually have the language again. I want to let go of the language, but even if we don't, if we just let it be, like people tell you who they are and how they feel comfortable and that is okay and that is none of your business to question like just let it go okay what do we do about sports sports oh i'm so glad you brought this up okay so there's a big issue and especially going on right now where and and especially in texas actually i think as well uh but um and like the south especially they they um are very discriminatory against trans women being allowed to be on the sports teams and not really so against trans men because trans women are perceived as like these super like like macho like basically the dude in a dress form of trans and and they like that is not true they are not men they are women and frankly most of them first off I have much more similarity to women in terms of their like biomarkers and identifiers. Like they're not like really even stand out unless they've had a lot of training in that sport. And that like they start really pretty much on the same playing field with the same teammates. And also if we start like it's really just an excuse to be transphobic because if someone was born with a vagina, identified as a woman, uh, and was on a women's sports team and happened to just be born with the genetics to be six foot five at 12 years old and have much more strength than the average 12 year old girl, would you tell her to go on the boys team? No, you wouldn't because you would say, oh, she's a girl. She just happened to have lucky or unlucky genetics, right. however you want to look at it. But when it's a trans person, and we decide, oh, just because this is how 
they personally identify and like we can accept it until it comes to sports like it's just like like it's just stupid to me like you either accept someone or you don't but also like fun fact this is coming up now in 2021 trans women have been able to compete in the uh, like and trans people in general not just women uh have been able to compete in the olympics since 2007 and have you heard of one single trans woman um, winning any kind of medals in the Olympics? So, like, you're making a mountain out of nothing. Like, you're literally a drawing a mountain and calling it a real mountain. Because, like, it's just, there's nothing there except transphobia and hatred and your misguided fear of what you do not understand. So, like, let, let me, people be on the sports teams they want to be on. Okay. Um... I have read all of those things, and I think they're all uh, important points that need to be made. Um, when we talk about those since 2006, did you say? Seven. Seven? Um, that's really not actually that long, especially in terms of like things, because more and more people are now identifying as trans and are taking the hormones and are you know getting involved. In so this isn't like really, I think, a representative sample of what it will be. And so we actually don't really know yet how common it might be, because statistically, uh, X ex people or vagina people or whatever don't have nearly the likelihood of being six five as XY people. And so there is this sort of like outside and, and some Not of the other really things right. that I no, you know, it's more, far more likely in penis people than it is in vagina people. But you're right, there are some ways that we have seen that it's it's possible that people who wind up identifying as transgender, um, they have genetically more similar to the sex that they identify with than the one that we assign at uh, at at birth or something. Um, so some other things that I've read though, that I don't, you know, I, I'm not sure how, you know, that you might think about these things, but that, you know, one of the things that, cause it all depends, right? Cause when we talk about sports, it's like, there's everything from your peewee, you know, neighborhood thing that people might want to play to the Olympics and everything in between and professional things in high school. And there's so everything, and every sport is different. Like, the idea of, of male physical advantages in sports, it's like, well, it's different for every sport, for one thing. So we would maybe, it might make sense to have rules, like if we have the Olympics or someone doing, you have to have 10 nanomoles or fewer of, of uh, testosterone in your blood or whatever, you know, um, which is, I've heard is still higher than, significantly higher than, than female testosterone, but also that it's not just about testosterone now, it's also about the testosterone that you had that put you through puberty that, that really changes your body. Um, it's, you now have, uh, men, uh, males have larger lungs, larger heart, um, more f fast twitch muscles, um, narrower hips, longer femurs and stuff. And so in that sense, what people are saying is like, well, gender is one thing and sex is another. And it might make more sense to think about it in terms of the physical realities. Now they do get changed when people are taking hormones. Um, and so... What about a third league at some point? What about, but why not? Because frankly, like, one, like, that doesn't, it's not the be-all, end-all. And most people have, like, the same, like, much similar physical attributes to their identify, gender. And even if they don't, like, the only reason this is coming up is because these people are trans and they're flouting this whole gen gender binary. If this was just cis people on their their sports teams who happen to have, like, genetics to be outliers physically then no one would question it and frankly like you like there 
there really aren't more trans people. There are just more open trans people. Well, yeah, but I mean, people who would... finish this, please. Sorry, but people who would get on a sports team of their their identity. Yeah, they might. That's more common, because except people are being more open as we get a safer society. But, like, that's just a roll of the dice. Like, Like, if I happen to, like, my parents moved to the city when I was, like, eight, and I ended up going to the specific high school, which happened to me, and I was on that sports team. It happened to be that my cross-country team, um, we won states. The females won states, and I was cool. And, oh, yeah, the females won the entire county, and, like, the males won state. It's, no, I'm not even getting that yet, but um, they, like, they they won states. I happened Uh to be there. If I happened to go... To another high school, it's not my fault that I didn't go to like the winning high school, even if I was good or bad. Like I did good on my cross country team, and I I made varsity on my lacrosse teams. I happened to be in an area. Uh, well, I was also good, but like I happened to be in an area where it wasn't as common for being good. So I I had the good fortune to make varsity my my freshman year on my lacrosse team, and and then and I um. Uh, however, if I had gone to, like, the high school that I would always play at at the end of the year, we would lose to because, like, everyone there was good. So they had, like, a first through third string of solid players that were probably more solid to start with than the players on our varsity team yeah. as seniors. So if I had gone, my parents happened to move to the country back up to Westminster, uh, then I would have gone there. There, and I probably would. Left. I would be lucky to make the JV team up there, even if I was good. Yeah, but as a goalie, there's always chance and luck and fortune. In exactly, and that's the situation. thing. The only thing these laws are coming about is because as people uh, like not only they are flouting gen- gender and this binary that everyone's just like accepted and ignore ignored all the problems with it, and because they they had no motivation to deal with it, and now it like. It just makes no sense. Like, what? Let people be on the teams that they want to be on. If it happens to be well, that you're born in an area that has more trans people, then like, okay. So, well, so imagine a girl who's, you know, who the girl who is racing against someone and doesn't get the scholarship because they're, that's th- not accurate. I'm sorry. I just I don't want to cut you off before that gets spread further. Okay, so that's not because, true. Like, no, it's like, like Connecticut or ta- something. No, like that's yeah, like that's not. No yeah. trans woman is taking any scholarships and stuff from a cis woman. It's like, it's not, like, you, like, they are very even competitors. If you do, like, research, and, like, I highly encourage anyone listening and, and you, Ariel, to look at a video about this very topic. Jamie Dodger is the channel, and you should be able to find it. Yeah, like, he is, literally has, he is a trans man. He has a PhD in, like, gender studies, and he's, like, this is entirely what his doctorate has been about. Uh, like just like all the different biases and everything that he has concluded through like proper academic research for all the people that need that tangible stuff. Yeah. Uh, like that people have much more similar identifiers to their identified gender. So it's very like this whole like scaremongering media campaign. Well, there's like these pictures of people where the the vagina, uh, I'm sorry, the trans woman is like way bigger than the people. I don't know if those are fakes or... It's kind of like pit bulls on the media. Right, but so if you're a girl who's playing uh, like football again and then there's one person like, like she's just supposed to be a good sport. 
I guess. Yeah, if you're good at the sport, you're good at the sport. And, like, this literally is just another excuse to be being mean to trans people. Like, it, it's just... Well, I'm very just, like, I want the... I want the numbers on it, um, and, like, my dad has a PhD in math, so my plan is to ask him to run these numbers, like, to get statistically down to what would the, can we look at some records and things about fastest this, or, you know, and figure out some competitive advantages, like, and, and, and the prevalence of the population, like, because I, I do think the, well, and when, but then the other thing is, the, so the theory that I think makes the most sense that someone on Twitter, told, as they explain it to me, is that transgender people are basically intersex, and that it's maybe not the kind of intersex that we see in the like chromosomes or like, those syndromes where things are, but maybe it's a kind of intersex that we don't understand yet, and there maybe there is some very um, clear thing, like some of the, you know, but it's that, so, because what you're saying is they have more of the markers that are more similar to like their... break chemicals ident- for me, they're actually right. more similar. You can't do it without, like, killing me. But, like, basically they found in a lot of people that they did um, dissections on afterwards. Like, they, they there are certain chemicals in their brain that are more similar. And I, I, like, there's a part of me that has a problem with being labeled intersex as it doesn't really fit. It might be a different... It kind of intersects what you're saying. Like a psychological, well, not just psychological, but like yeah, neurological, but, I, you yeah. know. But hang on, I want to, I don't want to lose my, my track here. But they, like, they really, the thing is, like, if you look at the statistics, and that's why, like, if you want statistics, watch Jamie Dodger's video. I'll find it in my history, and I'll send it Yeah, we'll it put to it in you. the show notes. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and, but, like, frankly... Trans women are not, like, taking over women's sports. And also, like, they're women. Like, I shouldn't have to put the, like, modifier of trans on there. But for the sake of this conversation, I will. Like, trans women, like, there are plenty of trans women, like, not good at sports. Like, not better than their cis women. And do you not deny that there is an advantage to developing... If you do I go through deny puberty... That. Okay, you don't think that going through male puberty gives a physical advantage over uh, vagina people who have not taken testosterone. No, I don't. Uh, because, like, frankly, we're talking about sports. Uh, it's, I'm not talking, like, if you... So, it, the only thing that constitutes as an advantage to me would mean that I innately have better skills than someone who's trained at lacrosse, which is my sport. Uh, like, I am innately better and stronger at women's lacrosse than and a woman, a cis woman who has trained, trained her whole career and, like, trained at five. Like, I, like, my testosterone does not give me that. Like, the stamina that you develop by playing the sport and getting used to that, like, that testosterone does not give you such a different advantage. And I think I have pretty good room to speak on it because, frankly, I'm terrible at taking my hormone shots on time. And half the times I know my energy changes and my certain ways my stamina like after i haven't taken testosterone for a long time like i was much less tired and much less like i'm much less able to tolerate different levels in my body now that were my normal levels for the longest time and like i had honestly frankly sometimes i feel like i had more stamina then mm-hmm. like and that's just something that like that's not a standard thing it can't constitute as advantage if it's not uniformity because like every a person born or and has their different levels of testosterone and estrogen in their body. Okay, wait. Body and like what? 
So my girlfriend is an ultra marathon runner. And cool. running statistics, yeah, it is really cool and good for her. Um, so running statistics are very clear, at least at this point in human history. I mean, anything is possible that because of upbringings and things, we really, but we're pretty sure that evolutionarily, because of the narrower hips, especially, again, longer femurs, larger, like the males of the species are, are faster runners. Now, women might be able to outrun them distance-wise sometimes, or like time-wise. There's a whole thing like that. But um, that's one way that the dimorphism is pretty clear-cut. And so, okay, sorry, I, I just is that not an it. advantage if you go through male puberty? Okay, so if you're talking Even about simply testosterone, like there are women born with something called PCOS, which generally yeah, leads up to higher testosterone. So maybe you naturally have higher testosterone. Like I was asked if I had PCOS when I first started taking hormones because like mm-hmm. when they did the test, my levels were higher than they would expect uh, at, without taking any hormones. So maybe, so like testosterone can like give you some like physical stamina to train longer perhaps. It can and it doesn't constitute someone's willpower doesn't like account for all the different factors that make someone an individual because one i don't consider it an advantage because it's testosterone this is not uniquely male or female and also trans women have to not only take estrogen hormones they have to take testosterone inhibitors so their levels are going to be the same as the person they're competing with they might even be less well my mine are different physical like physical workouts are natural testosterone like you working out at the gym naturally boosts yeah. your testosterone level, so it might even performing comedy be less. Yeah, yeah, that that'll get your testosterone. I used to have a whole bit up. about that about how like I have to do these things because I'm not like taking hormones, and so I like if you win like any kind of sporting competition, you get a little boost, but if you lose, you lose testosterone. So I just have to challenge like kids and stuff, like people that I can beat. There you go. <laughs> it's a little thing. Um, yeah, no, and and I, you know, I love the feeling of testosterone. But what I'm talking about is is not just like your levels, you know, at any given time. I'm talking about the things that happen during puberty, like the narrower hips, and particularly, in particular, not to mention the the longer bones, the heart, the lungs, those things that don't change or don't change that much with even years of te- uh, testosterone blockers and estrogen. Um, there are, and I'm just like again, like I don't. Okay, well. it's it's not that I even think this is the most important thing. I can just see this argument, and I'm not really sure like yeah, what so the I argument against it is. That, okay. But I want to let you finish that. I've, I've controlled my like emotional reaction to that. Please, yeah, but, please do. Uh, but like they, so first off, the thing about that is if we talk about like puberty, like yes, there are irreversible changes from puberty. I had to suffer from them. Like I'm short now, forever, whatever. Right, uh, but. They literally, if that, if we just took it on that and we like did something with people after puberty, like the way it is now, like frankly, we're punishing modern trans women for like the inability and the unwillingness to like allow them to like take hormonal care of themselves. Like most, most trans children these days, like they are not like given surgeries, like the fear mongering people will tell you. They are usually given puberty blockers until they're able to, like, make a choice. Like, the earliest someone has ever gotten any kind of surgery or any kind of really even hormones is about 16 years old. Well, yeah, so, so like but puberty that. blockers could be at 11 or 12. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing. So, like, why then are are we talking about uh, um, giving, giving, like, these laws, these laws that are, like, affecting trans women in sports mostly, they are affecting 
trans women who have not reached puberty, so like trans girls. Right. Uh, so I'm like, why then are we having such laws? Like, well, we have laws afterwards, but let's just say that we amended the laws so it like focuses on like after puberty or trans women who've had uh, uh, puberty. I still don't think that's fair because like no one asks to be born trans. Yeah. Like, and the way I see it, like just like no one. No one asks or no one gets to choose whether or not they are born like a cis person who has naturally a more athleticism, more build, is taller, taller than their trans counterpart. Or, and they both try out for the sports team. They both happen to make it for whatever ever reason, but the cis person becomes the captain because they have more athletic skill. Uh, or it happens to the trans person the captain. Like, no one asks to be, be born trans. And, like, no one... Like, just, like, someone... Um, like, should we not play sports? Like, should we not have sports? Because there are some people born with, like, body challenges that, and, like, physical health challenges that prevent them from being athletic. Like, why should we inhibit trans people? Like, say, like, it's basically like saying you can be trans, but you can only be trans in, like, this area. If you try to cross over this line, right. well, line then you being trans is just unacceptable. You need to get out of here. Right. Like, that, to me, uh, just makes no sense. Well, I was curious because earlier you, you, you had a strong um, uh, negative reaction to the idea of a third... Yeah, uh, I and I will I say, I, I can't very... think of it. I can't think of an elegant way that we could practically do that. But it does feel like it should be. To me, it feels like it should be um, a solution because otherwise, I can't see. And even for for trans men, are at a, a disadvantage typically. Um, Not really. I had no problem with sports, but. Well, I mean, if you but to compete on, it's it's more these things are more concentrated in the highest levels. We're at the fringes. We're at the fringes of genetics anyway, and so that's where. You know, like in high school and things, yeah, like so many people are differently physical, you know, like that you're not getting to the, it's, it's yeah. once we get to the extremes that the statistics kind of are more. I do, yeah, no, I don't want to cut you off, but um, I have an idea of how to explain why I'm so opposed to this like third, third type of sport option. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to just have like an all gender team, that's fine. I was on an all gender soccer team as a kid. But yeah. That's not what you're talking about. Well, maybe that would be the third option. Is we have people who go men only, women only, and the people who want to play co-ed, and that's just what we call it. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like, there are like trans women wanting to play women's women, sports, yeah. and that, like that, and they shouldn't be prohibited. But my I, reason why I'm opposed to that, like there was something that was proposed as a, a solving of World War II. Ooh, and like the racism in America, and, like the Nazism, and like the Aryan nation crap. Their proposal was called the ten percent solution. So they would cut off like basically the west coast of America was proposed, and that would be like a white only state, like a white, like white California only California and Oregon and Washington. And yes, like, and like basically who, that. Wait, was, whose idea was this? I don't know exactly, but it was proposed in World War Two. That was the ten percent solution by some was, Americans, though. I I. Don't know the full history of it, honestly, but that's why. So that's essentially what we're doing. Like, you mm-hmm. can be trans, but you can only be trans here, here, and that's why I'm so opposed to like this third gender. Like, it's it's just like the ultimate form of othering. Like, you're not woman enough to play a trans sports, but like you're also like if you look up any trans woman, you're gonna see like a little girl in pigtails when they're younger, and you want them to use the men's bathroom or play on their boys' sports Well, I don't think anybody is doing the bathroom thing anymore. I think that the culture... That's so not true. Who is still doing the bathroom thing? Texas, for one. Is there, like, a law thing happening? Like, a ballot? Many, many people. Like, look 
Look it up. Like, I read a lot of this news. Like, the bathroom bill is still a huge problem. Texas trans bathroom bill. See, I feel like no one talks about it anymore. You feel it, though, but I hear it every day. Well, I mean, I just feel like they talk about all kinds of other stuff about this stuff, but I feel oh, like... Th that's a huge issue Because I talk on. to people all over the country, like, rural and conservative and Christian and not, but, like, th those people are... Like seem to people be at least saying to me like, the people that are making the yeah. laws that's still like a very prevalent thing. I, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to project judgment on you. I'm not judging you, but I'll tell you, it's still a big thing. Okay, and like well, I've like people I've met in Texas have been great, but like Texas as a whole is like a governing body. Like they are still very anti-trans, and like not just Texas. There are plenty of other people. I'm saying Texas. I'm in Texas right now. Yeah. And also, I'm in a nice cabin. Mm -hmm. Some really nice people here in Texas. Yes, no, there are plenty of nice people in Texas, and I'm not well, saying there don't anybody I'm finding judge Texas. Are from like 2017 and 2015. They're still accurate and still. Are they? But they still just keep. That's when they they're wrote them. But they're yeah, they're still in place. There's a lot of, and this year alone, they uh, the first two months of this year, there were 83. Um, state and federal laws, like a lot of them bathroom bills that are anti, but 83 transgender laws, and that's more than the entirety of 2020, where there were 72 transphobic laws on this past, and this this is in the Jamie Dothar video that I mentioned before, so I will find it and I will show you. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's um, yeah, it's a lot and it's like, it's hard because a lot of people don't see a lot of it going on when it's not in your in your wheelhouse and you're promoted to like really, really look for that. You don't see it but like that, like it is a serious problem, and it's like the worst part is like it's it's really hard to see because like that's actually what I, my friend was talking to me about, like the subtle like erasure of the struggle of like of women of color, particularly black women. She is black, uh, and um, she was talking about because like everyone knows like how much people like are judgmental of like black men. And like the quote unquote, like the fear of like the black, uh, and but then and, like and people have this like automatic thing in their brain when it's not like their life experience, like they go, oh, it must be easier. Like, people are less judgy because you're like a black woman. This is like a long time ago, so I'm not entirely sure of a verbiage like that thing. And it kind of feels like that, like like some uh, trans like when it's not, it's not something that is your life experience. So it's not something that you're like really like focused on, like really like observing that consciously it's very easy to just like not see it among all the other shits goes going on i'm not trying to like paint trans people as a victim but there is like an erasure and like a lack of awareness of just like how much actually goes on and how much transphobia is just there and i think that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy of prophecy until we actively like get more people like just like breaking that that chain of just like destruction and like destruction by sheer ignorance like a lot of people like don't just know I like, really want people to like to actually just like listen and be aware so I'm glad that we're doing this yeah. I was gonna say what do you think would make trans people more popular <laughs> I don't know about more popular I just want well that's what happened gay people became more popular and then we got gay marriage yeah I mean frankly they I don't even know like that that's why like some of the stereotypes like don't don't bother me as much as like that's what people want. Like people look at you when you're some kind of different to them. They look at you as some form of entertainment and like 
some form of ambassador like to your identifier like i am basically an ambassador for like all trans people when i meet someone who's never met a trans person ambassador is a pretty cool job you have to admit yeah i consider myself kind of like the front lines i want to tell people your cash app they should pay you for being i mean sure send me money on cash app or send me money on venmo you You found nemo (laughs) you found nemo like why are you yeah why are you U O F O U N D have one word and then separate underscore Nemo like money. I just love that people just nowadays are just are doing that, you know. And and there's a part we can, where you can always be like, oh god, this is embarrassing that everyone's asking. Like on Clubhouse, some chick comes into the room at the at the end and is like giving her cash out. And she's like, it's my birthday, and y'all should give me money. And she was entertaining enough. I really considered throwing her a few bucks, um, but. Uh, but, like, I like the idea, like, because, and this being Patreons, e-patrons, you know, like, that it's easy to micro kind of patron, because some of us feel like we are contributing a lot to the world, even if we don't really like to work for other people in, in obvious ways. You know what, who makes you stronger, I'm totally saying to you, but I know I'm distracting <laughs> yeah, you. No, you're good. Um, but so it is, like, people should just give money to, like, if you, especially if you're one of those people who has, like, a job, and... You like to go to, you know, comedy shows. You like to listen to people's podcasts. You like to look at people's art, whatever. It's like, give them Ooh, some money. That's a good point. You should I have this a job. Money. Like, I work for NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, and their San Diego chapter, and we actually talked about starting podcasts. We yeah. should send them this and try to get something go. going. Okay. Get, get a sponsor going. Who knows? Ambassadors. Ugh. I've always loved being an ambassador, though. Like, as a kid, I was an ambassador as the only Mormon in school, you know. And then I'm, like, gay. And, then, you know, like, now it's, like, this gender thing. Like, oh, it's just have that up let me send it to me or just tell what? me more of your story like growing up the gay Mormon that's interesting oh uh yeah yeah we'll get into me mm-hmm. um one day like just like it'll come out over time on this podcast but um so yeah we've covered so oh the puberty blockers so here's one of the things that people are concerned about um and among others and yeah of course like it might seem like just transphobia when people have these um I, criticisms or ideas or concerns, whatever. But I think part of it is we all do have some gut reactions and then people are going to, our brains, what they do is they come up with justifications. But if some, even if we don't know quite why, you know, we feel a way, that doesn't mean that there isn't something there. And so we do have to like go through these questions. And, but, but so one of them is like, I hear that if you take puberty blockers, if you're a, a penis person, an AMAB, then your penis doesn't grow as much, and then you don't have as much to work with if you want to make a neo-vagina later. So it's just one of those things where it's like, is it better to... Because I guess the, the thing with the puberty blockers is that if you want to more successfully, uh, like, pass, or, like, just be as physically, you know, the other sex as possible, like, that, and, and, it, and if these kids are in anguish, and they... You know, and yeah, you, you're watching 40% your... 40% of trans kids commit suicide. No, they attempt. That's one thing where there was one attempt, that was attempt. But I, I just heard a statistic that it's up to like 58% for the entire population last year. So let's let's all realize that anyone could kill themselves. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway... I just hey, think so, it, it's, it, might be, it might be kind of dangerous mm-hmm. for us to always spread this these ideas. Like for a while it was going around that the average um, age of death for a trans woman in this country was 35 or like, and it's like, that's not true. That was true of like a handful of sex workers in Brazil. And then that got spread. And that's a creepy thing to tell people that they're, yeah, there are a lot of creepy things to tell people, though it is far more common for a trans woman to be violently assaulted. 
builds in and physically attacks, especially trans women of color, is the most likely to be physically assaulted. Yeah, it's like or the cop killed, killing thing. I'm most likely to be sexually assaulted. Right, and it's like it's like the thing with like the numbers of and people I that like white trans male. Yeah, the number of people that the cops kill um, is like pretty low, really statistically. But at the same time, no, I know, but I'm I'm making an analogy. And then at the same time, like uh, trans women who get murdered is also a pretty low number statistically. But what those don't convey is all of the assaults, Mm -hmm. all of the horrible interactions that people are having. Crap. Yeah. No. There's a lot of it. Same thing. Like. Um, I don't want to get too far on a tangent here, but, like, even something as simple as, like, the whole, like, conspiracy around, like, women shouldn't have kids after 40. Oh. A, a, because of, like, the birth te- defect rate doubling. While right. that is technically true, you could just it doubles that, from point, <laughs> 0.5% to 1%. Right. And it's, like, some, also, like, so, like, that old, like, this whole, like, no one after 35 was, like, old, like, I think it's 17th century Dutch. I remember watching an Adam Ruins Everything about this this very topic and it's just uh, it's it's funny how like misguided and like manipulated like information gets like yeah. playing a game of telephone telephone with, like, and, society. Yeah, well, and there's always go a, there, blockers, and there can so. be ways that people either misinterpret statistics or like misspeak them and then that gets you know yeah, and it's and sometimes honest quite honest mistakes and, and so people someone has the right and their brains aren't all logical so they don't realize what they're saying is we would notice if it were really like when it and but so one of the, the myths is that like our our caveman or our, our hunter gatherer ancestors right it's another thing they they say is that they all died at like thirty five their average age of death was thirty five it's interesting to me that it's but thirty five for both our you know like the people that we evolved from like ninety five to ninety nine percent of our genes were these um, hunter gatherer people uh, and. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I just want to get back to the puberty blockers. Oh, yeah, sorry. Soon. Yeah, but, no, but, it's okay. Get, get back can, to puberty blockers. No, no, it's okay. I know, but might as well, like, finish on that because people are not going to be wondering about that. But, yeah, no, it is interesting, like, that most of our genetics, and it does change, like, how we, um, how we view. But, like, as far as puberty blockers go, like, there isn't a kid that is able to get that that hasn't had to go through, like, severe and like massive amounts of counseling but also frankly puberty blockers is the only like it's not changing anything look a lot i hear more people are hesitant about like giving hormones to it's like frankly it's not really kids they're like 15 and 16 and they're treated like a mini adult anyway but the people like a lot of people think that, like, kids are too young yeah. to know their gender when the average age now is between five... Well, I still don't camera. know mine. <laughs> yeah, five and nine is when people who are vocal about their gender come up with and, like, start trying to communicate it, yeah, which is what... I want to get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, um, so... But, so we have they, studies they, on how often those... The five to nine-year-olds... Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We do have studies... On that, and I'll, I'll get to all that in a minute, but I want to finish my point because I'm going to, I'm, my brain's a clusterfuck and I'll yeah. lose it. But, like, they, um, like, they know their gender. They may, like, it's, and our job as the adults, not to tell them what their gender is, but to give them the language to tell us. Like, I didn't know the word transgender, and that took me a long time to really understand that. And if I had just had someone, like, giving me, like, resources and giving me a space to, like, ask questions, I probably would have come out far sooner than I had, and, like, I probably would have come out at five instead of waiting till I was 16, and, and had what I thought was a more complete understanding 
really not, but like it was enough that I could come out, but I wouldn't have been such an arduous and like roundabout process. And like with puberty blockers, all it's doing is delaying the the choice. And like I don't like, and I say choice very loosely because being transgender is not a choice. The only it's choice that a we choice have. To take hormones, uh, well, that's the thing. Like, but that's not being transgender. There are right. plenty of trans people don't feel the need to change their bodies and that's no homo society yeah exactly that lasted for like a week on the internet by yeah. the way I, oh, but i don't funny. understand why not like that's an important one that's an important category of people Are yeah people like, it's just like it's just like yeah like there are so many people that don't don't care and don't want to change change their bodies and even i have my own questions about that because it's frankly it's a lot of freaking effort you know, yeah but, i'm no less of a man for not Taking yeah, hormones. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's just like that's how you identify. That's how you identify. And that's it I doesn't not, matter. Not identify that way. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not couching you into that either. But like, you're not any less it's of just, who you are, yeah. uh, based on what you do to your body, uh, and like that. But like, so puberty blockers is just really, hey, like there's nothing wrong with delaying that because like the thing is though. If you start trying to say trans people are too young to know they're trans, then why don't we just put everyone on puberty blockers because they're Wait, too young the, to know they're trans? Well, I mean, that might be something that we six. try at some point in society. Because, I well, don't think we should. Oh. <laughs> I've, well, I've also heard these things recently. Someone told me that uh, that that all of our hormone levels are, like, way different than, on average like than they used to be, like, 100 or 200 years ago or something, or, or maybe well, yeah, thousands. Well, yeah, because we got, like, so many less germs that we're exposed to. And there's soy to, like, so or something. Soy also, like, I avoid a lot of things, like soy, reishi mushrooms, like, a lot of things, if you look into them, like, they are known for being anti-androgenic or, like, mm-hmm. lowering testosterone, and, like, and, like, if that's cool with you, that's fine, and it's hard different for me, because I love month, You might want something soup. different. Yeah. yeah, like, personally, I want a beard, and so, like, anything anti-androgenic is not going right. to help me. Right, right, so that's something that's um, important to you, but that's what I'm saying, so, if, like, all of our hormones are different, and then some... Uh, girls, teenage girls are taking a certain amount of hormones on, as birth control, which I like. It just doesn't seem ideal to me to be steering anybody into a lifetime of having to take pharmaceuticals. Um, yeah, but no one's getting co- steered cost, into that. Like, they, right? Like, There's positive and their choice. Yeah, sorry, I just want. I know you didn't mean it like that, but it's very important that I have that here, so people don't get that in their heads. Once someone gets an idea in their head, it's very hard to help them. Like change their mind and realize it but like no one's getting steered into that like it's like well, it wasn't so an option until a few years you know it's an option but like no one's getting like steered or forced into that like it it is a uphill battle at every single stage not in austin you can get hormones really quickly for free at the kind clinic i mean once you get the letter of approval to no get you don't that, have to in texas they changed that a few years ago well, that's awesome that's people getting a choice like and i like, shit i would Texas don't well, see that. you. Well, there you go. You were just thinking about it. I mean, I, I, like if I was living here, maybe like, but, like uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> I, I'll know about other parts of rural Texas when I'm not insulated by this nice. Oh, but yeah, but this is but there's, then there's the cities. The cities are all you know. Yeah, but I hate cities. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm back just for one little thing at the end here. If you've made it this far, you probably like me and what I'm doing, uh, or you really hate it. But either way, if you would like to support this project tangibly as they say then go to patreon.com slash wqo you can become a member or just venmo me at gay ariel g-a-y-a-r-i-e-l-l-e and mention why you're sending me money it's always i mean you don't have to but uh sometimes people do send me money and they don't say why and then that's confusing but also um much better than 
not sending me money. Okay, I need to sleep, but I probably won't for days still. Thanks for listening. Uh, bye. <laughs>